we're in a devotional series titled Chainbreaker. It comes off the exact same titled series we're doing on Sunday at church. And today I want to talk to you about a verse in the Bible that should be fairly famous or well-known to most of us. It's in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Verse 17 is famous, but verse 16 is where it actually starts. And yes, it's another one of those 316 verses I shared about on Sunday. It goes like the 2 Corinthians 3.16 NIV. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, with unveiled faces, contemplate the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord which is the Spirit. So this passage of Scripture reminds us that every human being walks through life with a certain measure of blindness, a kind of veil that the Bible talks about. Good morning, Twitch. A kind of blindness that we all have in some areas, in every area, on some level. We all have a sight distance that we're capable of. And some, for some of us, in some areas, we're nearsighted, or, or, or in some cases, uh, the Bible talks about being completely blinded. In fact, Ephesians has a prayer in it. Paul prays a prayer that the eyes of our understanding would be enlightened. This passage of Scripture tells us that part of our journey in life is for God to take the blindness away and to let us see things spiritually as they ought to be seen, not just carnally as they present themselves. You know, sometimes something presents itself in one way, but that's not actually its truth. Its truth is hidden, and it's for our maturity and our spirituality and our encounter with God to reveal its truth, not just how it presents itself. And there is this real sense in all of us that God is making us more and more free from blindness. And there is a passage of Scripture where Jesus puts, puts this into practice, and it's that passage of Scripture I want to take you to, because it's, it's fairly intense. It's quite an intense passage of Scripture. I do love it. It's the temptation of Jesus, and it is in Matthew chapter 4, the one I want to take you to today. Uh, verse 1 uh, 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 says this, Then Jesus, who was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he became hungry. The tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. There are a couple of things about this passage of scripture I want to tell you about. And that, and that is, it, it, Jesus sometimes, the spirit sometimes leads us into a wilderness in order to resolve or set us free from something that tests or tempts us. So Jesus gets taken into the wilderness, and there were three tests there. I don't know if you remember. Turn the stones into bread, and Jesus said, no, God will be my provider. Go to the top of the temple and throw yourself down and see what God will do. And Jesus said, I don't need to test the Lord. And then go to the highest place of all the kingdoms and said, which one do you want? And Jesus said, my God will give me what I need. And and those three tests are still kind of our, our tests for every human being, isn't it? The test of uh, the the fear of having enough, and then the the spiritual test on whether we might slip and fall, go to the heist of the temple and cast ourselves down, that you might slip and fall. And of course, the test on whether we will accumulate enough in our lifetime, those three tests. And every time Jesus said, no God will provide, no God will provide, no God will provide, the Bible says the tempter left him and the angels came and ministered to him. So this is the idea I want to share with you about how the Spirit of the Lord gives us liberty by setting us free 
free from things that trouble our hearts. God takes you into a wilderness, gives you a, a, a proposition from the enemy and allows you to say no to it and yes to God. Remember uh, uh, 2 Corinthians 3, uh, 17, 16 and 17? It said, uh, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. For all those who turn to the Lord shall have their veils taken away. Do you know, it is the most remarkable thing to be set free by looking to the Lord and not looking at the world. Today, my prayer is really that God will set us free from the temptations that drag us into a worldly sight. When we look at something, we might say, oh, that's beautiful. But what if it isn't truly beautiful? What if true beauty is found in something else? What if it is only beautiful to a level? It is superficially or shallowly beautiful. Our ability to measure the beauty of something and our ability to measure the power of something and our ability to measure the, the enticement of something is a type of sight. Do you know they say that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It becomes necessary for us to be set free from worldly sight and then to be given biblical sight. So we can look at something and say, that's beautiful. That we can be in a song of worship and go, that's beautiful. That we can open up the scriptures and find a verse in it and go, that's really beautiful. That we can pray for one another and go, that's beautiful. And not look at worldly things and go, those are true beauties or treasures. And perhaps some of the journey we need to experience in our spiritual life is to be set free from uh, the shine of the world and to be shown the brightness of our Heavenly Father. So my prayer for you today, for our prayer for us today, is that God will take the veil away. There's a passage of scripture, in fact, where the disciple himself, Paul, the apostle, had to have scales removed from his eyes. Even though he met the Lord on the road to Damascus, he still had scales on his eyes afterwards. And it was necessary for God to send a prophet there to pray for him and remove the scales. You know, one can be saved and still have scales uh, over one's eyes. And they prevent you from seeing the extraordinary beauty of what the Lord is doing in our lives and around us. And maybe you can't see beauty in anything at the moment. I want to pray for you that God will show you the beauty of all that the Lord has uh, for you and that you won't be tempted by false beauty. Your eyes will see clearly. So, should we take a moment to pray? Lord, thank you so much for true beauty. Thank you that it is not found in worldliness. It is found in faith, in, in spirituality, in our, in our Savior and in the Spirit. Thank you, Lord, that those who turn to the Lord will have the veil removed, that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Thank you that you take us into the wilderness sometimes just so we can say no and be set free just so that we can say the Lord will provide and be set free from that temptation or that test. Today, we pray for a victorious day, that we will be victorious in saying no and victorious in saying the Lord will provide and victorious in seeing true beauty and true treasure as you measure it in Jesus' name.